Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sit Down with Simoneal. I am your host, Simoneal Star, and today's episode is very special because I am starting a new segment on this show called Me and Dad. And all the way from from Lahore, Pakistan, please welcome my dad, Dr. Zar. Hello, girl. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Dad. Welcome to my show. How are you? Thank you very much for having me on the show. Well, thank you for being here on the show, considering it's 5 o'clock in the morning where you are. I really appreciate this, Dad. Um, That's being a gentleman. That is being a gentleman. Thank you so much. And today's topic for our podcast is how to be a gentleman. (laughs) So... What is your definition, Dad? What do you think is a good, like, or just not even a good man? What do you think is a, who do you think is a gentleman? Um, I would like to say that I'm a bit controversial on it because, I mean, just before I was connected to you, I was looking up um, how uh, the dictionary would give you a definition of it, which is like a courteous or honorable man or somebody who's very polite mm-hmm. in, in his demeanor. But I've got a great objection to it because I believe that only somebody who's funny can be a gentleman. You think you... so? Come again? You think so? Yeah. If you're not funny, how can you be a gentleman? You have to be funny. But what does being a gentleman have to do with funny? Well, only a gentle heart can be funny or vice versa. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not into like, uh, um, I'm not going to try to impress anybody here by, by saying, oh, the, these are the... Uh, aspects on which the person should be judged. No. If you're funny, you're going to be non-judgmental. And if you're non-judgmental, you're going to be a people's person. And if you're a people's person, you would obviously develop the style and the courtesy to speak with them. And so on and so forth. So what about the people that are funny, but they're really vulgar in the way they speak or the things that they joke about is like bad? Then they're no, no, no. You're, you're mixing up vulgarity with being funny. Funny is like when you're okay, being funny means keeping people happy, you know, just being your, your being, mm. your presence is happiness. Wow, very wise, dad. Very wise, <laughs> I must no, no, say. No. Uh, <laughs> Okay, you guys, one thing about my dad, and I always, always mention the zodiac signs for any of my guests. So my dad is a diehard Capricorn, okay? Like, you could not tell him anything. He's very controversial, very, very controversial. And my my dad's moon sign is Cancer, and his rising is Aries. And I'm sure he doesn't even know what any of these things are. <laughs> Am I right, dad? Yeah, I don't understand a bit of it. I mean, I just, it's all French to me. I know I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. But what is the moon doing with an Aries and Aries (laughs) doing with the Capricorn? I've got no idea. 
That's it so blows funny. my mind away. Funny. It's so funny. Okay, so what do you think is someone who has a okay, someone okay, so what do you think is is a or who or ah how do I ask this question? Do you think a gentleman is also someone who is respectful and kind to women? And if so, like, how can someone become that for like an audience that is listening? You know, how do you how do you make your heart gentle? Like you spoke earlier, a funny person is someone who's gentle, who likes to bring happiness to everyone, is a gentle Mm. soul. So how do you become that? A gentle person cannot be funny, but only a funny person can be gentle. It's the other way around. I don't believe in it that you have to be first gentle and then being funny. Funny is you need to have a sense of humor. You need to be able to make people laugh. You know, I'm 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 pretty good with women. um, as a doctor, I mean, my, most of my patients are females, and um, they just love me because I talk to them very politely. Now, the reason I'm polite is because I'm funny. I crack jokes with them, and um, they want to listen to me. They come and they speak their heart and their minds out. I'm the custodian of their uh, secrets, plus... I'm the funny guy. They can come and talk anything. You know, the way they address me sometimes, uh, it's just like I'm one of the, I'm, 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 I'm the part. So that's, uh, and, and I know, I'm not like a regular doctor who's going to have a frown on the face. I'm always smiling, always happy. That's true. And I don't, I don't care about the age of the woman. That's because, also my you know, dad's WhatsApp title, by the way. It's always happy. And I think it's the most adorable thing in the world. <laughs> and it's true, Dad. You are a very overall, like, happy person, you know? Yeah, and because I'm, I'm a contented man. That's I'm true. very, very contented. That's very true. I'm, I've been, you see, all my life, I've been an extremely, extremely ambitious man. I, yeah. My ambitions have no... Limit. Uh, limit. Yeah, that's so true. That's There's so just true. no upper capping. But at the same time, I'm happy because I'm contented in the moment. I may think what I want to be like maybe two years from now, but in the present tense, I'm very contented. And two years later, I will arrive in the present tense. Hmm. And when I arrive in the present tense, I'm happy because I've already conquered that. And I'm now I'm looking for something else. Like, for example, right now I'm learning to speak Arabic and I'm also learning to speak Persian. You know, I go to Dubai, I go to... Um, Afghanistan. Afghanistan, <laughs> Afghanistan and all these places and then I have to know the language. So the first thing I told my tutors was I want to know the jokes. Give me the jokes. I'm not interested in how are you and how I, I can speak. You know, our language allows us to speak Arabic and uh, Farsi. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, give me the jokes. I want to know the jokes first. Because the jokes tell me about the sense of humor people have. 
Wow, that is so true. That is so true. Oh my God. I told you I was smart. <laughs> wow, that's so true because I, I never thought of it that way, but it makes so much when sense. I travel, when I travel to a country, I'm not worried about the customs. I'm not worried about the traffic. I'm not worried about the language. All I know, want to know is what kind of jokes do these people have amongst themselves? What are the funny words? I want to catch the funny words first. Then I want to know the jokes. The jokes tell me how the entire society is moving. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's so... what makes you gentle because now you're, you're absolutely coming up as a gentle person because you can only make people happy. If I crack a joke, I mean, be it men, be it women, I don't, I don't care. Because to me, men and women are equal mm-hmm. in the in the intellect. You know, I'm a feminist of the highest yeah, quality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't believe in feminism to the core. Yeah, and in doing so. Um, I just treat them as equals, and as equals, yes, I I do avoid my 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 French words, you know, all the uh, certain words. I mean, I'm hesitant to talk in front of the women, so yeah. And and for 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 your information, men too. Right, right. I would not swear unless and until I've developed a certain level of friendship and relationship where the word F really doesn't really matter. Right. So, now, who do you think was the most, like, was, in your opinion, um, your most idealistic gentleman? Like, somebody that... My grandfather. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Both of them. My grandfather and father. Now, here's a funny thing. My grandfather was not a funny man. Hmm. Your great-grandfather was not a funny man. Mm-hmm. I think probably the sense of humor didn't ever touch him. <laughs> yeah. It was like a hundred feet pole away from him. <laughs> wow. My dad was too humble to be, and too polite to be funny. Hmm. My mom was very funny. She was hilariously yeah, funny. She was. She was very witty. She was very, very witty. Very witty. Yeah. And, and she she she's the only person I know in my entire life who had never backbitten anybody ever. Yeah, that's so true. She never ever spoke anything bad about anybody Anyone. behind. Anyone. Yeah, that's so true. And that was a great teaching for me because it was not till I mean it was only after she died that I realized that not once. And that's a, there's a lot of years. I was 38 when she died. Mm. And I can, uh, in all honesty, tell you, she never, ever backbit anybody. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. That's my grandmother, by the way, is everyone, obviously. Yeah. You know? yeah, that was a grandma. Yeah, she was a very good woman. Um, unfortunately, she lost her life to cancer in 2006. But um... you know, I, when I wrote this book with my my friend, um, you know, every woman has a story. Mm-hmm. 
so she came to me, she said, Zara, I want you to be a contributing author to my book. And I go, okay, what do you want me to write about? Mm-hmm. And I said, look, uh, my mom has cancer. Mm-hmm. And she's witty about it. Mm-hmm. So let me write a story on her life. And she goes, okay, let's do it. So when I wrote the story, you know how many, and you have gone, you went with me to a lot of public speaking yeah, uh, assignments where I had to go and talk about what I'd written. And yeah. a few times, mommy was with us. Yeah, and she was always very. She she dealt with cancer like it was a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And that became so, that, and that is something that was so powerful because that was the gentleness of her soul as well, you know. Yeah. And being gentle is all part, like being a gentleman. Even though she was a woman, like of course her. I mean we're talking about gentlemen here, but it was like her softness. It was her way of dealing with, you know, her illness, which was like, it was literally like she had the flu, like she didn't even care. But sometimes I think about it like that. I would be so scared if I had cancer, you know, or just something so life-threatening in general, but my God. Um, Okay. So who do you think is, okay. So besides your grandparents or your grandfather and your father, um, how do you think men are today and how do you think being a gentleman plays into masculinity or manhood because there's a lot of people out there dad that don't have a dad you know like they're not as blessed and this is something I realized as I grew older you know I thought everybody had a dad everybody knew these things but now I find how rare it is And, Mm. you know, and it's for many different reasons. You know, people lose their parents to illnesses, to divorces, to mental illness, like so many different things. But there, like, you know, there's a huge gap of of teaching men how to be gentlemen and for women to be aware of what what a gentleman is, you know. Now, I, I mean, I'm speaking this, I'm speaking very, like, you know, openly and very loosely when I say this. But, for example, because I have you as my father, I know the difference between a man who is treating me with respect and who is being disrespectful. But that's because I have a dad. But what about all the other people that don't? That makes me very concerned, you know, because it is such a disadvantage to grow up without a father. But there's a lot of people out there like that. But I really want to reach to them. Like, how can they be gentlemen? And how can women identify a gentleman? You know, especially in romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. That is the big So if everyone if everyone wants a gentleman, yeah, I disagree. That's not going to happen because mm-hmm. I believe there's a, there's a gentleman in every man, no, no matter how crude they are. And I also believe that there and I'm I I do have a problem with the word gentleman as a as a per se, and the reason I have it is because that brings women one step down. But have you ever realized? 
why would you give so much importance to men that they should be general? Why is it that we, you girls are seeking gentlemen? All women should be seeking someone who's got a great sense of humor, who's witty and who's, who knows how to laugh. You should not be, I mean, I don't want you to get married to a stupid gentleman who would be polishing his shoes. You know how particular I am in my clothes <laughs> and everything. Yeah. But I would hate to see somebody who's so obsessed with cleanliness. Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm a clean guy. I'm clean as hell. That's your personal trait. That's something which you, you may or you may not have. Mm. But you, you, you can spend your life with a guy with a great sense of humor happily than a guy who's uptight about everything from shoes to from the way you're going to hold your fork and all of that. Because gentleman, being a gentleman does not mean that you've become superior. It should be that you've become more humble. And more charming. I think that's what you're referring to here, right? Is that charm, that inner charm, which is which makes other people feel comfortable. No, 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 no. no. No, no, no. no. Okay. I'm not trying. I'm not. You know, I've got two sides. Yeah. I mean, I've got the roughest side on the planet. That's I've true. got no, and I make no qualms about it. I am who I am. Yeah, very independent. So accepting the fact that you are, uh, accepting that you are who you are, makes you gives you t- brings you closer to reality. It brings you closer to the truth. Mm. And then, also the fact that. If you pretend to be some who you are not, then you're just adopting somebody else. And mm-hmm. you're not exactly who that person is. Yeah. So, uh, it, as much of uh, importance we give to somebody who's a gentleman, I think we should also place equally a similar level of uh, superiority, uh, per se, as you may want to call it, uh, gentlemen, why not? Because it has to be both ways. I, your, wow. your mom is a, a hilarious woman. She, yeah. My mother was a hilarious woman. Yeah. I'm miserable with somebody who's extremely who's not hilarious, who's going to, I mean, I have to ask her permission to before I break a joke or something. Right. And you know what makes a person, uh, y- your question what you I understand what you're trying to ask me, but your question is a cross between um, it's it's kind of like half Doberman and half um, what's that other dog I would have asked Isaac he's the he's the expert but like, it's like no. They're the same, but like maybe a, a, a terrier or a poodle okay. is very cute, but ferocious. Mm-hmm. Chihuahuas. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate chihuahuas. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. They're, they're, they're one of the finest breeds in the world. So chihuahua is very sharp, sharp shooter. You know, one part of you should be sh- is, is chihuahua. The other, top, the other part can be Doberman. It can be, it can be uh, Alsatian. It can be any other breed. What I'm trying to say here is, you, if you want to guess if the person is humorous or not, that that's what you should be looking at. Mm-hmm. If and 
you know who's the, the, the funniest or, or man with great sense of humor is the one who has the heart not only to um, make fun of himself or put himself on leash or, or, or you know, joke about himself. He's, he takes it in a lighter mode as well. Hmm. So true. if I tell you, if I give you a remark and you, you, you know, we fight like crazy. We, have like <laughs> crazy. we do. We do. Cats and dogs. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't think of me as like a sweet dad talking. It's all yeah, this is because I'm giving an interview. When we fight, we fight. And I've got I've got a I've got a very, very thick voice. If I want to like yeah. make it sound, I mean business that I do it. But uh, never nevertheless, at the same time. I mean, on on, a, on 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 the whole, I um, I, I, I am uh, I'm a funny man. I just want to I want to have a party. I love people. I love when they have jokes. I'm one of the I, I don't know how to tell jokes. I appreciate everybody. I I have a lot of respect for standing comedians. I they have a friend. Are, she's a stand-up comedian. She's really funny. I tell you. The stand-up comedians are the—they're the life support. They're life support for 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 me because they have that God-given gift capability, yeah. or they even acquire it. If I were to be a stand-up comedian, I'd forget the jokes. I said, um, <laughs> "Okay, so here is like even a girl or a boy, and that's what—that's what's going to happen to me." Yeah, but. I'm I'm coming up with a with a medical school. I'm coming up, you know. I've got a like on my agenda. I've got a business school coming up, where I'm made sure everybody is trained on the table manners, about what to wear, about how to polish your own shoes, blah blah blah. But every the and this is the addition I made, which people have not been able to digest so far. Each one of my graduate has to be a standing comedian. <laughs> that, that's a little too intense. <laughs> well, if you if you don't pass the class, I'm not going to give you the degree. <laughs> Look, you know what? Though if, I'm going to say something. I do agree with you. Comedy is very important, and even in this time of quarantine, what people have turned to is the arts. It is comedy it is drama it is like you know something to entertain and i do agree with you that in order to be a gentleman you have to be funny and you have to be funny because it eases everything it relaxes everything and you're right when i first started and when i asked you the question about what is a gentleman I thought you were going to give like very straight up like rules like you know this 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 but your entire concept is is different it has nothing to do with being uptight and how polished your shoes are but literally rather how you make people feel and if you're funny or not and if if you can light up the room because that what makes you a gentleman am i right yeah it is that you is cannot... so brilliant because i never yeah, I, I see 
that's the thing with my dad. Like, I didn't even expect him to give this brilliant <laughs> answer. No, seriously. Because you know what, dad? Growing up, I have seen you with, like, very, like, proper, like, things, you know? Like, your shoes are always polished. Your shirts, the way you dress, your perfumes. Like, you know, things are very in a specific order. And for me, I think of that as being a gentleman. Somebody who opens doors, who's nice. Like, who, you know, like... Like, I just have to say it and you just do it, dad, you know, like whether it's in Pakistan or whether it's here. So for me, that has always been what I thought was a gentleman. So in this conversation, even though I have known you 27 years of my life, I have learned something new. And you have actually changed the definition of a gentleman for me because you're right. It's not about being uptight. It's not about your shoes or your or the way. so beautiful like truly you know my my uh you see being well dressed will place you in the category of well dressed men yes like uh jena who was the founder of pakistan right. was known as a fashion icon he was one of the world's most well dressed men uh if you guys want to see uh you can I mean, you can see, just Google him up and you will see this dressing and all that. Mm -hmm. um, then there was this uh, 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 British actor, Jeremy Brett, who played Sherlock Holmes in the 90s. And, um, you, you know, on my website, was the most expensive um, doctor.com. <laughs> Dad, a, shameless plug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you if you go if you go on their website, you will see his picture. If you if you're able to get your hands on Sherlock Holmes, which was made in the, in the nineties, you will get a true picture of what a well dressed gentleman may look like. Mm, yes, true. Or you know, Jenna was. Um, Jenna was one of them. Even your grand, then, even your great grandfather, Dad. My great grandfather. Zar, he yeah. was a good. He was he man. was like amongst the top? Yeah. He was one of the finest. Yeah, very very articulate, and extremely um, uh, well mannered, and you know all of that. So that is culture. That's if you're cultured, and you know where the intelligence comes from. Hmm. All of the people in the world who are intelligent are not mathematicians. Again, I would like to make a correction for all those listeners <laughs> if you are there. Um, people who are geniuses are the people who have command on the language. Hmm. That's so true. If the moment I open my mouth, uh, you would know. Okay, so first you have, you now you have, first of all you have a guy who who is funny, who is hilarious, who's got a sense of great sense of humor, and if he has to crack a joke, or if he has to um, tell a joke rather, the the selection of words would be very subtle, would be very appropriate and very very refined. Yes. 
It is the language. It is the language. You're so right, you. Dad. You've nailed it on yeah. the head. Because that and that goes back to me asking that question earlier about vulgarity. And you said no, don't get it, don't get those things, you know, confused because vulgarity is vulgarity. And having a beautiful, like, you know, like perf like refined vocabulary is different. And and you can still yeah. be funny and not sound vulgar, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you cannot you see vulgarity. Uh, is not some something which people are going to really appreciate because there is a sense, there's an element of shame in each one of us. So maybe a few words like the F word, I mean, I would, oh, that is an extremely important word in my life. I love that. <laughs> Facts. I just love that. <laughs> it, 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 mean, it, has like, it can be used in one, one million different ways. <laughs> That's so true. The way you the way you say it is the way you mean it. <laughs> I love that word. Without it, the English language is is, is absolutely. Incomplete. You're right. The way you <laughs> say it is the way you mean it, and that's the only word. Yeah, it's it's incomplete. <laughs> wow, this was a very good conversation, Dad. I am. And, and if I'm if I'm uh, talking to extremely close friends. Um, I don't mind vulgarity. Yeah, I think that's different. When you're with your friends, we're all crazy. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah, and, and, and nobody, nobody who's listening to me out there from anywhere in the world, please be who you are. You, If you're lucky to have friends and parents and families, enjoy your time with them. And the way you can enjoy your time with them is if you if you start cracking jokes, telling jokes, don't crack a joke if you don't know how to tell a joke. So first you got to learn to learn the jokes, and you got to learn the way to say tell them. And then sometimes once in a while, don't tease anybody. Mm. I, I do not I, I would not joke with somebody who who's who doesn't who's got a bad sense of humor who cannot take a joke. I'm not going to joke. Yeah. So you now if you know the word for it. Maybe you're, you're looking at somebody who's very introverted mm -hmm. and he doesn't like to express his feelings. So I'm not going to crack jokes on introverts in front of him. I would know because you got to keep a limit. And you know what? I think what that saying. is also part of being a gentleman is, is knowing who to joke that's, with and what kind of a joke. That's, what, that's exactly what I said yeah, earlier. That's so true. Yeah. That you got to know what you're going to utter. It is your language which will make you a gentle person. A gentleman does not have to be an aristocrat. Mm, that's true. That is very true. You think, I mean, okay, so my background was very aristocratic. I mean, my grandfather, my father, everybody, okay, they were. But then at the same time, I've learned everything from them and I've learned a lot from my mom. Mm. And uh, humility is a part of being a gentleman, if that's what you'd like to hear. And it goes for both the sexes, male and yes. females. It doesn't just apply to males. I agree. The same goes. You don't have to go out and buy a Louis Vuitton to to uh, or or uh, carry something ex extraordinarily expensive to to. Uh, Impress others with your taste. Yeah. 
That's very true. I wear white shirts only. Mm. <laughs> I don't care about the brand. I really don't care about the brands. I need to have a nice, proper white shirt, which looks me, which, which makes me look a bit thinner than I, than who I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <clears throat> and you know, every time when I'm recording my my interviews on TV or even on the face for Facebook or for my YouTube channels or whatever. They would always ask me, sir, can you change the shirts? Because every time you come, you're wearing, at one time, once, once I'd gone, I, I was, I had like 30 shows in, in a month. And they told me, sir, you got to change your shirt. <laughs> every time you're in white shirt. Yeah. I said, no, I cannot. And this I is the not. classic doctor's are look. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why should I bother? And, and, yeah, I'm very particular with shoes. Yeah. I believe that if your shoes are shining, you see, okay. To be honest, though, why I'm particular about, about the shoe thing? That is something even I look like look at in a man. If a man has dirty shoes, I just cannot trust him. I just cannot. Don't. Trust and that's him. I know, don't. and that's something you've always taught me too. You know, you're like, don't ever be with a man with dirty shoes. And now that's like all I can see. And if if a man's shoes are not clean. There, there's no way that I could have any type of feelings for that person, you know? Just because it's yeah, such it's a turn-off, I'm just like, ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> well, I, I bought a pair of, of army shoes from Kabul. Oh, wow. uh, they have the U.S. Army shoes rampantly selling in in, uh, in Kabul. So I, I, I thought, you know, when I go to Pakistan, I'm going to go for long walks. And uh, I bought those shoes. Now, I tell you, that's probably one of the best investments I had ever made in any of the shoes in my life. And when I come back, they are they turn, they're black shoes which turn oh, wow. brown. Because there's, there's dirt everywhere. You know, you're walking on the street. You could be in the park. You could be anywhere where yeah. there's dust. And I go for very, very long walks, 20 kilometers and 30 kilometers. And they're, they're so comfortable. I've never wow. felt tired. But when I come back, the first thing I do is clean my shoes. And I bought a special yeah. polish for them. <laughs> because I, I gave it to my guys here to polish them for me. But I I feel that these are my babies. I need oh to polish my them myself. Cancer move. Yeah. So <laughs> sure, uh, there you go with your French. So... Uh, Shoes depict yes. your personality. They'll give you. They'll give away they your do. personality. But at the same time, uh, first impression is not the last impression. So if you you're somebody who's meeting me for the first time, when I walked in with those dirty shoes, <laughs> and you make an assumption about me, lady, you missed the best guy in the world. Oh, <laughs> that is a. I'm being way a bit conceited. To end the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of my show today. I had a wonderful time talking to you and uh, you have really expanded my own definition of, uh, of a gentleman, dad. Thank you so much. I'm very happy. I'm very proud oh, that you're doing you. this. I don't even know how podcasts work. Tomorrow I'm going to call the 
my IT head and I'm going to blow his head <laughs> up. Yeah, I mean, why am I not doing podcasts around the world? I need to talk to people. I, I can help them drop their weights. I can help them with the depression. You know, I, uh, just to uh, tell everybody, I'm basically a doctor. I'm an endocrinologist, so you can go on my website. That's drzar.com. By the way, you guys, that's, that's where uh, I get it from, okay? <laughs> I get it from my dad. Yeah, Dr. Z-A-A-R. But my spell, I mean, I spell it the, the way you yeah. pronounce it. So it's D-R-Z-A-A-R.com. Yeah. You can go check up. You want to get in touch with me, just give Simonil's name. <laughs> you were part of this podcast, and I'll just, wherever you're in the world, you can give me a call. On my uh, we, We'll give you the number out, and I'll give you a free counsel. All right, thanks. <laughs> that, that shameless plug. No, honestly, though, thank you so much for yeah, being a part of the show. I really, really appreciated you. I'm really, very happy. And uh, remember, I've given out whatever advice I have given out. Someday, one of you who's out there listening to it, it will help you out when you're deciding for a woman or for deciding for a guy. Trust me. And you will always remember the words that I've said because... This comes with a lot of experience and comes with a lot of learning curves that I've gone through in my life. And I wish you all the best, and I wish all the best to all the listeners. Aww, thank the you so much. Thank you very thank much. You. And you all have a very good morning. I'm going to yeah, go to it's sleep seven. Now. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's seven a.m. in my dad's uh, time zone. Or no, no, six. it's six. Six, six in the morning o'clock. so he stayed up yeah. and i'm so thankful and everybody else please check out my youtube channel simoneal czar do like our instagram page the sit down with simoneal and we will be back with another episode on friday bye for now bye, bye. Everybody. thank you for tuning in